Rick Hahn called them essentially just four games in May. Uh, well, the White Sox lost three of four of those games to the mighty New York Yankees and are now one game under 500. Uh, the lone White Sox victory came this weekend as a result of a stellar Dallas Keuchel start. Now the White Sox head out on the road and have five games in four days against the Kansas City Royals. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, uh, Saturday night's game uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, was it just four games in May for this White Sox team against the best team in baseball, or was it something more? Uh, there were some bright spots, but uh, overall, Jose Abreu and the White Sox had a very uh, rough weekend. Uh, much like you, I'm sure, I watched uh, every inning of this four-game series, especially the uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, State of the Sox. The Sox are now 16 and 17, chasing the Twins who are playing uh, Oakland. Sox lost on Sunday 5 to 1. Uh, the New York Yankees had only two hits. Uh, that's right, two hits and beat our White Sox uh, 5 to 1. Uh, Sox lost three of four uh, to the Yankees. Lots of inconsistencies. Uh, with this White Sox team. We're going to get to uh, a few of them uh, throughout this episode. Um, New York Yankees outscored our White Sox during this series 32-15. to 15. Uh, White Sox pitching issued 20 walks uh, during the series, uh, and our Chicago White Sox only walked nine times. Again, our Sox pitching issued 20 walks during the series. Our White Sox only walked nine times. And folks, that's not just a, uh, a Yankees series situation. It's one of the reasons why the score was so lopsided and why we lost three or four. I, th I would say that's one of the reasons, but this has been happening uh, all season uh, when the Sox have been doing well and have gotten on a few hot streaks. You'll look at those numbers and you'll see, wow, bullpen pitching well, walks are down. Uh, when we get into some of these ruts like uh, like we are, three of four, um, you look at those walk numbers, it's unbelievable. Um, so Sunday is where we'll start. Uh, Michael Kopech was on the hill for the finale and you know he didn't pitch that bad. Uh, wheels just came off for him 
in the second inning. Uh, that's the reality. Uh, Kopech went six innings, only gave up one hit, uh, gave up four walks, uh, three strikeouts. There was a pass ball, uh, threw a lot of pitches, uh, despite only throwing 10 pitches in the first inning. The second inning was just very bad. I mean, when, when sometimes when things are bad for Kopech and he just can't find the plate, uh, it really snowballs, much like uh, what has happened with Joe Kelly as of late. Kopech's uh, ERA is now 1.54. Again, uh, pretty impressive that he was able to do six innings and only give up one hit, but it's those walks. And this Yankees team, they are patient. They they have great eyes. They they take their walks and then they strike. Um, and, uh, you know, hey, you can't have any type of mistakes against a team like the Yankees. And that one inning for Kopech, the second inning, was the downfall. Um, so, you know, as you're watching these games as a fan, did you, did you think these were just, you know, four simple games in May, nothing, uh, nothing to really get too excited about brighter days are ahead for our white Sox. Uh, does Jimenez and Lynn rejuvenate this team? I mean, they have to, right? I mean, there's a lot of hope, uh, and you know, you see the potential of what some of these lineups can look like. But, you know, I talked about the inconsistencies at the top of this uh, episode and, you know, you've probably noticed it too, as, as a Sox fan, it's like, where was Mancata on, on Sunday? What, and, you know, they talked about it in the post game. Uh, Frank Thomas made mention Chuck Arfine was really adamant about how do you not play Mancata? He's been one of the hottest hitters, especially this, you know, the last few games with his power, and it seems like it's a scheduled off day. And that and he's not the only guy getting these scheduled off days. There's there's bullpen arms that are just simply not even available before the game starts. Uh, I believe Graveman and Kelly weren't even options in Sunday's game. Uh, you got Grandal, who's got a lot of you know workload management things, and um, and then Chuck had a good point. It's like these Yankees players, they're not taking days off. You know, they're they're 22 and nine or whatever they are, some crazy record. Uh, they're looking at this competition with the White Sox is like, this is no big deal. We could probably rest, but they're out there playing. Um, I get it. Mankata's just coming back from an injury. Um, but that's where I think this team, you know, uh, when we get our, our guy, everybody back and everybody's healthy, you know, whenever that is, uh, if it is, uh, it would be nice to see some consistency. And a guy that could really get back into some consistent numbers, he is struggling, is Jose Abreu. Uh, Jose Abreu was the DH on Sunday. Coming into the game, uh, last seven games, Abreu was four for 31, zero home runs, three RBIs, one walk. Uh, slash line was 129, 156, 194. Uh, and on Sunday, Abreu didn't help the cause. Abreu was 0 for 5 on Sunday uh, with two strikeouts. So is it just May? Is May just a bad month for Jose Abreu? Uh, I took a look at what May looked like for Jose Abreu in 2021. He had one of his best months of the year uh, last May. Uh, he hit 333 with 28 hits, 6 home runs, 27 RBIs, and 16 runs scored in 25 games in May of 2021. Uh, so far in, in this month, uh, Hobreu is hitting 1, 
84 with nine hits, one home run, six RBIs, and six runs scored. That's through uh, now twelve going into Sunday's game. That was 12 games uh, this month. So is it too soon to start talking about Abreu's future? That is a conversation that I know a lot of Sox fans are having uh, with coworkers, family members, other Sox fans. Taboo, right? To talk about the future of Jose Abreu, a guy that I think, you know, his number 79 will be retired. I think they're going to have a statue for this guy out in the concourse. Um, I, you know, I absolutely love Jose Abreu. Um, but, you know, this is his last year in his contract. And there's some answers, you know, there's there's some answers that are going to have to be figured out here. When you got guys like Sheets and Vaughn that are going to need at-bats, if you look at Sheets and Vaughn as maybe the future, maybe Vaughn more than Sheets, um, you know, they need at-bats to be successful. Um, And you've got a lot of first baseman slash DH guys that are trying to get at-bats. You know, how can you make everybody happy? How can you get everybody what they need to succeed and still give Abreu his playing time? Because you know, Abreu wants to pencil himself in every single game. He does not want to take uh, days off. Is this Sox lineup a better lineup with Vaughn and maybe Sheets getting time? I mean, who's going to tell Abreu uh, to sit down? And then once Jimenez comes back, he's going to go back to left field. Hopefully Pollock continues to get some playing time. So a lot of decisions are going to be, you know, have to be made. I mean, who is really going to tell Abreu to take a rest? Um, because if he continues on this slide, uh, guys like Vaughn and Sheets, who Han is so bullish on, uh, they're going to have to sit. Uh, June was Abreu's worst month last year uh, in August of being his hottest. So, um, hey, I'm I, the Sox are such a different team when you've got Abreu cooking the way he can. We've talked about Tim Anderson, the way Tim Tim goes, the Sox go, but sometimes you can say that Abreu, he can put this team on his back and he's done it before. You know, I, I a lot of fans calling him out on social media. It, it's tough to watch. He's really scuffling. He's pressing. Um, and, and I hope that he can get things together. We need him. Talk about inconsistencies. We need Abreu to get consistent. Uh, the start of this series with the Yankees was absolutely lopsided. I'm going to tell you what needs to improve for our White Sox. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, After two embarrassing games against New York on Thursday and Friday, emotions amongst fans were running wild. Uh, Han's comments about this series against the Yankees being essentially just four games in May 
that will, you know, look different come October sparked some outrage in fans. I mean, I, it did with me. I don't know about you. Uh, I know it's just May, but Thursday and Friday exposed, you know, a lot of weaknesses uh, with the White Sox. If you if they weren't apparent already, you, you saw it on Thursday and Friday. And then when you look at the whole series, it's like, wow, yeah, there, there needs to be a lot of adjustments. So, you know, if the organization can learn from these games, is it a blessing, you know, that we lost three or four from the Yankees? You know, can the organization pivot uh, in season and make some changes? Will they learn from this and say, wow, you know, we just do not take walks. How can we start getting on base more? How can we be more patient, be more selective uh, at the plate? Uh, you know, I, I know it's it's in May and I know the Sox will look different probably in June and maybe even July. The hope is there, right? Hope, 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 potential. But the reality is the Sox were embarrassed uh, by the Yankees. The Yankees it, it showed the White Sox, you are not in our category right now. Um, you're just not. And I, you know, I, yes, the Yankees have got the power with Stanton. And judge, and and that was impressive to see. And I and I was looking at like, wow, I wish we kind of had that power on demand almost. Uh, but it was also, you know, the fact that the Yankees can roll out a force like Garrett Cole on Friday. And I, I we're hoping that Cease can be that that stopper, that Giolito can be that stopper. Would have loved to see Giolito against the Yankees to see what if he he could have done as our ace. Um, you know, aside from an inning. Kopech had it, um, but, you know, for the Yankees to just kind of roll out a guy and say, here, go after this guy, good luck. Um, that's what I hope we have with two or three starters. And with a healthy Lynn, you know, you, you're talking about maybe three guys that could potentially do it. They're not doing it right now, you know. And when you saw that game against uh, New York with Cease on the Hill, you know, he's just he's not there. He, he's just not there yet. And, uh, hey, it, it was not the effort that I was hoping for uh, at all. And Sox were outscored 25-11 to 11 and outhit 29-17. And Sox pitching issued 11 walks in those two games. I mean, Judge, Stanton, Donaldson, you know, made the Sox pay. Um, Players that can strike fear in the opposition is what I think we as Sox fans are hoping for. Consistent. Um, and of course, Jimenez back in the lineup is going to change things. A, a consistent lineup where you have got a row of guys, you look through that lineup, and you're like, I don't know where to hide. And, you know, I think there are opposing pitchers that are right now looking at Abreu and his numbers and like, I'm not afraid of Abreu. I'll, I'll pitch to Abreu. So, you, you know, you're, we're hoping as fans that, you know, these guys that we know can hit uh, can, start, can start getting a little bit more consistent. I mean, the potential is there. But, folks, the reality is that Abreu's ice cold. Grandal looks lost. Vaughn is fighting, you know, his way back from an injury. Jimenez is still a few weeks away. T.A. is, is you know, he's going to get his hits, but probably not the power source we want. And Robert has had, you know, a couple nice weeks, but only two home runs in the last 15 games. So guys like Sheets and Mankata, thankfully, where was he on Sunday? Okay, have been the lone bright spots uh, for the long ball lately. Um, so is calling out the White Sox for not living up to their potential 
uh, fair? Is it negative? Or is it simply a realistic outlook? Uh, for me personally, when I think about it, uh, the reality uh, seems negative. It, it really does. When you talk about where the Sox are right now as a team, and it, it might appear negative, but that's just how it is. You, you got to call it how it is. I mean, the hypotheticals and the hopes and dreams of what could happen if this goes right and if this guy comes back and, you know, that's a, a lot of teams are thinking that way too. And there's not, there's no way, like the reality is these are the guys we have on this team right now and how this team is functioning is not, you know, is not world series caliber. That's not to say they won't be in July or August. A lot of things have to change this series again, against the Yankees. I hope the Sox organization management coaches, players, take a long look at what just happened in this series. And they say, okay, how did we get beat? What changes can we make? What, what plate discipline can we um, put in there? Like how, how, how did we pitch against certain guys and, and the coaches, hopefully they, you know, look in the mirror, like, how did I use the bullpen um, on and on? I, I get it. You know, baseball, it's absolutely unpredictable and things will look different, I'm sure, in September and October. But these were far more than just four games in May for me as a fan. This was an opportunity to see what this White Sox team can do with a lot of talent. They've got a lot of talent on this team. I'm not talking about guys that are waiting to come back from injury or who we might get, you know, in a couple weeks or in a month. But currently on this roster, there's a lot of talent. And they just didn't live up, you know, to the hype in this Yankee series. Um, so, hey, uh, if you're looking for some silver linings, Kopech, not a bad outing. Uh, and Dallas Keuchel, of all people, gave an effort on Saturday was that was really one of the few bright spots. But I'm going to tell you why he was not happy uh, with the end result. Uh, more on that in a moment. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it is like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now and we can't promise that they'll be there tomorrow. So you got to get them now at built.com. If you haven't tried the puffs, I'm going to let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. A chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. You heard me correct. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Built's birthday cake puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake enrobed in 100% white chocolate, and they added sprinkles with 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar. This limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate, that means with the Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
All right, so Saturday, the Sox uh, won 3-2. to two. It was their one lone win of the four-game series against the Yankees. Uh, 33,000 just about in attendance. It was the Tim Anderson Field of Dreams bobblehead, the walk-off, the stalk-off, as a lot of people uh, have coined it. Uh, Robert, with a walk-off hit of his own against Chapman, of all people, scores uh, Tim Anderson. And the Sacks uh, won in dramatic fashion. It was a uh, is an exciting, had a lot of playoff vibes to it. Beautiful night uh, on the South Side, uh, and Dallas Keuchel did the unthinkable and lulled the Yankees to sleep. He gave you five innings, four hits, zero earned runs, three walks, uh, three strikeouts, eighty six pitches, and has got his ERA at five point five four. Keuchel kept the Yankees off balance, cutter, sinker, change. Uh, hit his spots and basically did not make mistakes. Uh, but Dallas Keuchel was not uh, happy. Here are some of his quotes uh, after the game. My job is to go out there and throw as many as I can. I thought 86 pitches. I had enough to get at least uh, to go six. With how many games we're playing, I thought I had at least 100 pitches tonight. That didn't happen. I'm not very happy with that. But that's the competitor in me. And we're going to have to figure out something tomorrow because we have a lot more guys down now, too. I'm always thinking. I'm always thinking ahead of what's on the field, Keuchel said. Anybody panicking is everybody but myself. It's just a matter of executing pitches like I have been the last couple of outings. And who knows? Maybe I can get seven or eight innings at some point this year. If I could make some pitches and execute early, I felt like I had a good chance. Keuchel said, it's fun to pitch against a team like that with the way they are swinging the bats and the depth of their lineup. They can kind of interchange a few guys every night, it seems like. Um, so so now what? Uh, and by the way, Tony Larissa made the right call of getting Keuchel out of there uh, at that time. I don't think you want the Yankees to see Keuchel a third time. Anything can happen. 86 pitches, cut your losses and let's go to the bullpen. But I get where Keuchel is coming from. Uh, Michael Kopech had the same mentality not too long ago. Uh, So right now, Keuchel is penciled in to pitch Thursday in the series finale with Kansas City. Um, You know, Lynn could be back in a few weeks, hopefully. There's talk of uh, Johnny Cueto maybe making a spot start um, against the Royals. We do need a lot of arms. I mean, to Keuchel's point, the Sox will need a lot of arms this upcoming uh, week. With five games in four days against the Royals, uh, it's why Cease throwing nine pitches in four innings on Thursday last week. Despite the amazing 11 strikeouts, it forces the pitching staff to cover a lot of innings. Um, Giolito, a guy that you know can give you a lot of innings, not sure when he's going to be back. Uh, He was put on the COVID protocol list following that postponement with Cleveland last week. So five games in four days. Uh, The Royals are not playing very good baseball, but always play the Sox tough, uh, especially in their ballpark. Our White Sox can hopefully learn from this series with the Yankees and put put in the improvements, uh, get those into play right away against the Royals starting on uh, Monday. Uh, folks, thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find podcasts. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. 
Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Uh, Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, we'll recap game one of the Kansas City series and get you ready for that big doubleheader on Tuesday. Uh, Really appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'm Nick Morawski. Until next time, go Sox.